0: Don't call it a comeback. I'll have hair for years. Wake up in the morning feeling like P.
1: Diddy. Hey, up, Grab girl? my
0: glasses. I'm out the door. I'm going to hit this city. That's before tough. I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Because when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. I'm talking.
2: Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas Studios. Hold on. Ed is saying, Ed? are you there? I'm, Ed? Yes. Can you hear us, Ed? This is the Press Box
0: to answer your question jared before we go to break and hopefully no. ed chimes in a little.
2: <laughs> with Grady and bischoff
0: we'll take a break and when we come back maybe ed grady will be able to hear you guys dare
2: on espn las vegas
3: four texts too many yesterday four texts i'll say there were two four texts from two different people about these damn fake horses oh we've already got one this yeah, morning I, i've I waited to the open to tell you, but I didn't tell you when I came this morning. I'm not oh, happy. Oh, you got four more texts. No, well, they're from two different people, though. Okay. I forgot the name of this stupid company, Zed something. Zed Run. Yes, I forgot that. I didn't want to tell people that listen to the show, and they're they're highly intrigued. They're and are just I Googling
1: just... fake hey, horses?
3: There are So there are podcasts about these fake horses running Oh, my running. God. Uh, but I
0: think...
1: We could dominate the market. I'm yes. feeling
0: confident we are the number one terrestrial radio show... In the country, for Zed Run Racing,
1: why wouldn't we be? <laughs> Who else is talking yeah, about this stuff? We're. I mean, I, 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 I don't know think, if
3: that's a shock.
1: I often try to set the bar for the show yes. like so low that we have to bring a shovel <laughs> to find it. I don't think anyone else is. No one's coming after that crown. Hey, now. hey, Mike Tyson bought a fake horse
0: really yeah he bought it i assume because it was named iron mike tyson and he bought it yesterday for six hundred dollars it's one of the better names i've heard jiggly wiggly woo goo well you can name whatever you want one of our horses named ron swanson
3: okay is that one of your 27 in the barn (laughs) yeah we bought him from somebody already named him ron swanson though well is he anything like ron swanson
0: I don't know how a fake horse could be like Ron Swanson. He's on the internet, and I'm pretty sure Ron Swanson is pretty infamous for not wanting to be on the internet. So,
1: I I just meant thick and very like standoffish. They're all the same size. Two Um.
3: people, Fortexter and Team USA, leave me alone. I've (laughs) got to be. I'm working here. I don't want (laughs) to talk about this. On the other hand, we also
0: everyone else does. (laughs) Everyone loves the fake
3: horses. I got to start tweeting out links to watch our horses race. Oh, people will get on there. Yep. I mean, there's no lives around here. They'll, they'll go on and they'll they'll watch anything at this point. <laughs> might as well talk about some baseball, Jared. The first bite. Is Rob Manfred threatening Oakland? This is a really good or interesting point we haven't talked about with the A's to Vegas. I think, I want to get your thoughts. I do believe in talking to some people in this whole thing. Now, Fisher owns the team and Kavl might as well own the team. He's the one talking to everybody, but... I actually think Major League Baseball is putting some, I'm not going to say undue pressure, but they're really putting pressure on these guys. I almost wonder if Major League Baseball kind of wants Vegas even more than the A's, if they can get their $12 billion facility up there. So do you think, Rob Manfreds? you think they're putting pressure on the actual team and not the city of Oakland? That's a great point. I don't know. I just think Major League Baseball, as much as they talk about the entertainment factor, and you and I have talked about that before, that they – it's, look, it's a complete cliche, it's dying, it's dying. I don't know if it's dying, but I do think you have to engage at some point younger audiences because the people, for lack of better terms, are going to die off. There's going to be eras that just die off and you're going to have to get younger generations. And I think Major League Baseball sees Vegas as an opportunity with what the Golden Knights have done and other people have done with entertainment. So I do think, I don't know if it's them, Major Manfred calling up Fisher saying, hey, I really like, we really like this idea. I've talked to other, and we really like the idea of Vegas. Now, again, ultimately, it's his team. I mean, I I think ultimately he would make the decision. But I think Manfred's involved in this more so than he'd be in other, uh, you know, relocation issues.
0: So some of the quotes that Rob Manfred gave yesterday in a press conference before the All-Star game, he said the Oakland process is at an end, referring to, hey, if they don't give us money now, the team's going to leave. Uh, He said, this is the decision point for Oakland as to whether they want to have Major League Baseball going forward. And he also said, thinking of this, referring to Las Vegas and the A's relocation, thinking of this as a bluff is a mistake. I, so all those Rob Manfred quotes to me just screamed of him bluffing of him trying to put pressure on Oakland because all of that is him basically saying, Hey, Oakland, You better give the baseball team $855 million like they asked for or else, or else this team is moving and Las Vegas is the team that they're most likely to move to. The reason that that screams is like a big bluff from major league baseball. The reason that that screams as, Hey, we're just trying to put pressure on Oakland is because Oakland might give them $490 million. Like the recent Oakland City Council meetings, they have been open to giving them roughly half of the money the A's want. Now the A's have come back and said, no, we need all of it. Mm -hmm. But Oakland City Council is open to giving them half. And the reason that I don't view this as like a serious uh, thing for Major League Baseball right now, they don't have a plan in Las Vegas like we like we don't have hey here's ballpark renderings here's how much it would cost
3: here's well they have 20 plans
0: yeah they've got 20 sites here's how much it would cost and here's how much public money we would want from right. Vegas because here's here's what yeah. Rob Manfred is basically saying if on July 20th the Oakland City Council says hey we vote it's a non-binding vote but we vote to give you one of the tax districts for 490 million dollars we know you want 855 but we'll meet you in the middle we'll give you 490 Rob Manfred saying that if Oakland does that, the A's are leaving. Would the A's really turn down $490 million in Oakland for $0 in Vegas? Because that's what they have right now. They have $0 here. They, do not, they have not said one word about how much public money they want in Vegas. And nobody here, well, nobody at the state legislature level seems to have an appetite for giving them public money. So would they really turn down $490 million in Oakland for a $0
3: plan in Vegas? That just sounds stupid. It sounds stupid. I don't know how far. We heard last week they did talk to Henderson, or we, uh, the talks came up with Henderson about private-public. But if anyone thinks, and, and I talked to people over the weekend for a, a column from the newspaper, if anyone out there thinks that they're not coming here and asking for public contribution, you don't know what you're talking about right. with stadiums and ballparks. They are going. I don't know what the public contribution is they want, because up there they want to build that $12 billion facility by the waterfront. I don't know what they entail here. I do know they'll want land, and I do know he'll want to re- redevelop around the land. So that's going to take public money in some form. I think it's going to be land plus money. I do. I don't think it's just the land. I, I, do, I don't think he's coming here just for land. I think he's also going to want some kind of money to come here. So you're right. We don't know what that means, and we've said it from the beginning. What do they want to come here? Look, my, it's Tuesday, right? Tuesday, Tuesday's the vote. Yeah, next It's Tuesday. non-binding. They're not going to say no. They're not. No one's voting on Tuesday. And by the way, if it's a unanimous no, they might be coming here because at that point I right. do. But that's if, not going to happen because Oakland it's not. If Oakland completely shuts them happening. out no. and says we're not
0: giving you no. any money, then then, they, then absolutely yeah, the move yeah. is real because they'll right. go find public money right. somewhere else. But if Oakland agrees or somewhat agrees to say, hey, we'll consider or we'll give you four hundred ninety million dollars, you're not saying no to that when no. you've got zero dollars anywhere else.
3: They're gonna. They're going to pass something, or they're going to agree to something on Tuesday, and then the ultimate, ultimate vote is September. So then you have two more months for them to continue to negotiate and cobble to make seventy-five more trips here to do whatever he's doing. <laughs> how um, many trips is he I mean, going to make between I, I, July twenty? What if he go- and September. In September? Like how many times? <laughs> he might as well just get a place, you know, uh, for next to Mark Davis in the in at the uh, at the Westgate. I mean, so. I, it's gonna. Nothing will be decided Tuesday, in my mind, other than they're still negotiating because that's all it is. And Coble said this: the only thing Tuesday means is if they, you know, agree to something, the process continues. Right. So that's two more months of going back and forth, and the A's making their visits here and veiled threats about coming to Las Vegas. So I think everyone's jacked up for Tuesday, but I, I wouldn't be that excited about anything on Tuesday because I think they'll just say, "Sure, we'll go ahead and keep negotiating." Why wouldn't they? Another thing that keeps annoying me in this process: Dave Coble said it. And then Rob Manfred
0: said it yesterday that the Oakland A's have spent millions of dollars and the number Dave Cobbles put on it is $200 million that they have spent $200 million in this process of trying to get a new ballpark. What in the hell did they spend 200? Like, they've spent 200 million dollars when they're asking for 855 dollars. I was gonna say they should have
3: saved that and asked for 655. They Just might have gotten put it, it.
0: into the yeah. ballpark. Yeah. Like, that, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever. What if they spent 200 million dollars on?
3: And, and I know the Bay Area is expensive, but is marketing that much more? <laughs> what could they have been talking about? I have about? no have idea. Have they been doing – is this money that they did on surveying the land down by the waterfront? Is this money that they paid people to, like you said, um, engineers and architects to draw up the plans for – but you still – it's really hard to get to your mind of $200 million. Right. If you're telling me they spent $5 million on all of everything, all right, over 20 years or whatever it's been – Kaval always keeps saying, well, we've been trying this for 20 years okay, but what could you have been trying that cost that much money? I mean, you're trying to convince the city council uh, to pass and to give you public money. It's a lot of dinners for the city council if you <laughs> spend $200 million to get these guys and wine and dine them to get your money. Do you know how bad of a business you are? If you watch the Raiders leave
0: Oakland and the city of Oakland say, we're not giving you any money, and then you turn around and spend $200 million trying to convince them to give you money, that's the, you're you're a terrible business. There is no way they have legitimately spent $200 million on whatever they've done to try to stay in Oakland. There's I'd like no to see, way.
3: I'd like to see a breakdown. I haven't seen that from up in the Bay Area, but I, you'd think someone would have said, that's a lot. Right. So can you break it down for us? Can you give us a sheet and just break down? And here's the thing. If you're Cobble throwing that number out, then you better be ready to explain it. Right. You can't just throw out a number of $200 million and say, well, you know, that's what we spent. But what have you spent it right. on? I mean, even if you talk around it or you throw out a bunch of examples and people start in their heads, like, adding up, like, that's not that much, at least you can give reasons. I'm with you. I haven't heard one thing what they paid for up there. The funniest part of that argument, when Dave Cobble
0: says it and when Rob Manfred says it, they're saying, like, Rob Manfred's quote yesterday was they've spent their own money, their own millions of dollars to do this. They're trying to, like, get the sympathy. They're trying to say, listen, we've spent a bunch of money trying to make this happen. You've got to give us more money to do it. Like, That to me makes you sound incompetent, not like you're some charity
3: case that needs the money. That sounds like
0: you have the money to do it, you just don't know how to spend it.
3: 200 million would have gone a long way in that ballpark. Yes. When you're asking for $855. Jesus,
1: just put 200 million renovations into the Coliseum (laughs) and you might be fine. Those rats need somewhere to live,
0: (laughs) other than the soda machine. The other fun detail that I just found out this morning this July 20th city council meeting. Is gonna be on
3: Zoom. I'll be on it. Yeah. I'll oh my it. god. I'll be clicking in. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you had the best. You had the best thing. <laughs> if we could just run it live. Can
0: we air it live during and our it, show.
3: Is that allowed? We could yeah. just ask questions. <laughs> ESP Radio. Councilman Johnson it's Tyler Bischoff. Can you can you ask Dave Kavel what he spent two hundred million dollars <laughs> on and why? Are you, why do you guys believe this? Actually, did
1: it cost them a million dollars every time someone said Oakland Days?
0: It might have. That might be it. Okay. Every time somebody mentioned it, because it was I know every dollars.
1: time someone says Las Vegas Raiders, we make a million dollars. We've been told that.
3: No, <laughs> no uh, it, I, it will be on Zoom. Which I I, I, think I don't know on, what so. their uh, policies are up there. Are they, I, I again, are their COVID policies. St- they're still doing things on Zoom at the city council. It's, I well, they are because it's I, because I got sent the link yesterday at to it, link on.
1: Can we? Can someone phrase this as a bailout? Like, all right, so you guys spent $200 million and now you guys need a bailout. You gotta bail out the A's. <laughs> they can't pay their players.
0: They can't, They've they, never done can't that. they can't win in the playoffs. We gotta bail them out.
3: Finally episode in the locker room. <laughs>
0: I mean, in all in all seriousness, Jared, that's a legitimate way to phrase any time a pro sports team gets public money. Like any time an NFL team who is worth $2 billion or whatever it is. like Forbes would be like, ah, they're worth $2 billion. And they get hundreds of million dollars. Yeah, it's a bailout.
3: Anytime a city is crazy enough to give them $750 million <laughs> for a stadium, you can say it's somewhat of a bailout yes. for the team that overnight increased I mean, its value by like $2 we did, billion. Dollars. We well, did bail the Raiders what out. Saying. And overnight they increased yes. their value by $2 billion. Ah, uh,
1: you're now worth three. It's like, what? I mean, but there's also the element of they're an NFL team.
3: You're the Oakland oh, A's. Yeah. See, that's like, that's a great point. I know it's not as much, but
1: even the Cincinnati Bengals I mean, are an NFL yeah, team. You can't
3: compare the NFL to this. Yeah. It's it's not it's not comparable. Someone said that the other day. Well, I said you stop that argument. The NFL is its own beast uh, beast unto itself. You, that is over here, and now you can kind of deal with the MLB and what you think about that. But you like, can't we'll give you this.
1: forty bucks and like a free ticket to the Aces.
3: <laughs> are the Las Vegas A's? Uh, They'd be what
0: the third most important team in this market? Oh, uh, absolutely. Are they even third? Well, yeah,
3: they're third. Who would be
0: third? UNLV basketball Bad, if they yeah, were you, good, eh. running rebel basketball. Oh, like we know they're not. I know they haven't been good the entire time I've lived here. You're saying but if they get good again, if UNLV basketball it was like an NSA tournament, if team they were here.
3: playing
1: meaningful games in yeah. January, yeah. Poof, that's, that's bigger than the A's, one.
3: isn't it? That's a tough one. You said it yesterday. Like it's one thing to go. Well, the Knights again, Knights are in a different realm, and the NFL is the NFL, but. 82 baseball games, yeah. it's a lot. And that's why they're doing these market feasibility investigations. which they should. They have to vet everything. But, yeah. If UNLV basketball was, heck, if they even, what they were under Rice going to the NCAA tournament every year. I mean, right. they went to the NCAA tournament. They weren't going to the if Final they, Four. But if they, they, they had you know, a
0: run of, you know, four NCAA tournaments in five went years. Win a couple Mountain and, Wests and they and go to, that, like, the
3: Sweet 16 ones. That, that might reinvigorate the town where they'd be yeah. more important. And I think I, I do. I, think I mean, they, be come in, than the A's. they come in third no matter what. They If they ever come here, oh. they're entering third, yeah. like, way behind the oh, other yeah. two. Even if the Raiders never make the playoffs. It doesn't matter. The NFL. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. So And the Knights, you know, that, I mean, <laughs> they're, they're in a division which they're going to win for the next 13 years. So, I mean, they're, they're never going to lose Mark interest. Mark Stone
0: is 72. <laughs> exactly. As I am, the best player in the <laughs> Pacific still. All right, coming up next. <laughs> we'll get into some Golden nights because there's a softball game coming up.
3: Howlett skates in on the right wing, up to the red line, sneaks it through. He's hit hard, low, and he
1: goes down hard in the neutral zone. Howlett in pain, and the whistle stops play on a collision at center. And immediately, the athletic trainer comes across to check on Hallow, who is in visible pain.
2: You're sitting in the press box with Grainy and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. Jim Lambright let us know that $200
0: million the A's spent could buy a lot of fake horses. Uh, be very
3: helpful. Um, also... Do you have Lambright buying horses? Now is Jim now buying horses. No, out there? but
0: one of our listeners who DM'd me yesterday during the show asking about it said he put an offer on a fake horse last night named Hoofhearted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what did you say what his offer was, or you just said he, uh, he put didn't a tell heart. me what his offer was, but Hoofhearted is a Z three legendary Nakamoto, which would be a very expensive horse. So this guy's starting right at the top. This He's not would starting be, with a bad yeah, horse. This would be
3: tens probably ten thousand dollars or so.
0: Whoa, whoa, would be my guess. I'd have to look up to see some comparables, but that would be my guess.
3: I'm shocked people with that much money are listening to this
0: show.
1: So <laughs> good for him.
3: You hear that advertisers? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how do we get sponsored by, by this Zed dot run?
3: Yeah. Oh sure. yeah. 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 Look, wait, wait, wait. You send the Zed dot run people. The last week of shows are like,
1: we got to get with these guys. They're the only ones talking about us in
3: the country.
1: I mean, we're coming up once once the Bucks and the Suns are done, we're coming up on kind of a dry period. We could do a daily hit. Uh, We've been
0: doing a daily (laughs) hit. We've been doing daily segments. We've been doing an hourly (laughs) hit. I keep taking over every segment we do to tell you about fake horses. All right, so the battle for Vegas, the charity softball tournament that Riley Smith puts on that pits the Golden Knights players against the Raiders players. We have the rosters. Yes. For these for yes. these teams, so for the Golden Knights, Riley Smith is is the captain here. Is Greg Maddox playing? He's listed. I don't on know there. what
3: that's about. He's listed on there. Yes, but I, I Greg Maddox throwing heat. Can he throw I, heat underhand? I'm sure he. If anyone on this roster could, he could. But I I'm with you on that. I don't know what that's about in terms of why he's on the roster. I mean, good for him. But that was the one name. You're like, oh, Greg Maddox.
0: Here are the Golden Knights though. Joining Riley Smith, Ryan Reeves, Keegan Colasar, Nick Waugh, Nick Hague. Cody Glass, Braden McNabb, and returning will be Eric Howla and Nate Schmidt. Nate Schmidt's going to get a big ovation. Oh, he will get a a
3: huge ovation. He'll (laughs) get a standing ovation. Yes. Will anybody remember who Eric Howla is? I think some will remember him. We we talked about this uh, a lot where, and we just played coming back and it was a horrible injury. It was terrible. Um, Now, Dave Shane of our paper did what beat writers do. He went down and actually saw him on a stretcher and, and with the leg immobile. You knew it was really, really bad. And for the next six months, like, well, it's a low run injury. He's out on the horizon. It's like, well, no, we saw him stretched away. So it's worse than that. But we, but then he came back and played in this softball game, which we both thought was very curious because we thought, wasn't it? Wasn't this the did summer he of Ealy? second? He was running. I'm like, yeah. So. Thank goodness now he's completely healthy. He's played uh, this season, and he apparently liked it so much he's coming back. Yeah, coming back to play softball. And, and Nate
1: Schmidt, just, by this, the way. This is how oh. he rehabs. Yeah.
0: All the reports by from Nate Schmidt are that he's not happy in Vancouver. Well, so the reports are they're going to move him. He's getting the hell out of Vancouver well, to maybe come play still... some softball in Vegas. Yeah. That's the key there. Now, here's the Raiders roster. Marcus Allen is the captain. Tim Brown's kind of in that Greg Maddox role where you're not really okay. sure if Tim Brown is playing or if he's just sort of there. Okay. Um, yeah. But the Raiders on the team, Henry Ruggs, okay. Jonathan Ooh. Abram, Stealing bases. Josh Jacobs, Alec Ingold, Damon Arnett, Darren Waller, Max Crosby, Foster Moreau, and Willie Sneed.
3: That's so a all, lot
0: of height variants. All current Raiders. No oh. former Raiders other than, obviously, Mark Salen and Tim Brown. But those Ruggs, are all Ruggs
3: uh, setting a all-star softball... Uh, Game for stolen bases. Well, you he's fast. Base. Can you get on base? That I don't know. Like Did you, well, you ooh. saw DK Metcalf, which right. was he just a swing. disaster.
0: But like that's the key. You gotta get on base. Like, there's right. there's so many baseball players that come up and it's like, wow, that guy's fast, but he's batting 211. Right. Right. And it's like, okay, what do we do with him? Because if he, he gets on bunch. base, he can steal all his all the way to third. All he's got to do is single or walk, but he can't single or walk.
3: When I saw DK Metcalf the other day, I was absolutely shocked at how bad he was. Swung and missed. Like six like, times. Six times. It was like, wow. So I don't look. I know nothing about the the Raiders, the Golden Knights. I didn't go last year. I'm not going this year. So you can't. You can tell me whoever's good or who's not. But it's well, one of those things where, um, if you told me Henry Ruggs is great, I'd say okay. If you told me he's going to be DK, DK Metcalf, I'd say okay. I don't know.
0: Well, Riley Smith came on with us, and we asked him who's the best, and he said Jonathan Marsh. So Jonathan, but Marsh he's not even on not the on roster. roster.
3: So team's taking it. I think we are about to load oh. up the bets on the Raiders over here. Well, he- so, there's no shock. Shea Theodore wasn't on the roster. They don't. Like, they don't want another punch
1: out. up in the locker room. So they basically were like, Marchy, this year, it's a, <laughs> exactly. you got to control yourself."
3: And he went, "I'm not doing it." Marchesio should just go up to the press box and hold interviews all day, and like people will be up there just talking to him. That'd be kind of fun. Um, it, important question here, though. Uh, Raiders.com. Cassie Soto. Is she more excited about this or free food? Because she only tweets about two things from Raiders.com. Free food, food, again, last night, she was at an event, once again with the free food, but she loves this event. She loves this softball game. So she'll be out there with the camera, again, looking for food. uh, And she'll be out there with the camera with Raiders.com, and we'll see. I hope she gets some Golden Knights interviews. Not all Raiders, you know, you don't want all Raiders because you got to get the Golden Knights in there too.
1: So she was hit by a Mountain Dew bottle, right? And yep. then she uh, yes. also fell down while someone was running out of bounds. Is there any other, like, while she was covering random of sporting events where she has fallen down? Because I would love for her to be, like, taking a video of somebody, like, in the dugout and a pop fly
3: just... Bonk. Yeah, that'd be fun.
1: Yeah. Not injure her,
3: but, you no. know, still, like, you know... Like, I'd wander out in the field. Like, if she's in the dugout, it might be Canseco. a line drive. I don't want that to happen. No, yeah, no, like, here you go. Here you go, Jared. Stop trying to injure everybody around yeah. here. It's a lot. If it's you're in the he's dugout on the
0: sideline side right? or whatever, videoing this, wherever they're going to put him, and somebody hits a pop. Pop up in foul territory that lands close to her. Yes, and she's got to duck out of the way, and she ends
3: up tripping. And, and she's falling. scared and All trips. All I want and, is like, popcorn to fly in yeah. the air whenever yeah. she trips. Popcorn.
0: And she eats more expensive free food than <laughs> yeah. Popcorn. Last night,
3: look at the bra- glazed oh, no, I'd ribs. i like she like
0: like, a, a, right.
1: She runs into the stands. It's it's someone's popcorn. Like it'll be a plate of
3: sushi that goes flying in the air, not some popcorn. This will be oh, a Max well.
1: Is, will be
3: there. This will be a very well attended event. Oh, they sold it out last time. Yes, and Nate Schmidt. Uh, Nate Schmidt might get the biggest ovation. Yeah, Reeves won Schmidt, too. Reeves won Schmidt, too? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. More more Golden Knights fans, right? Uh, last they time it this. was like 95% Golden, Golden Knights, Knights fans. fans. Now, yes, the Raiders yeah.
0: hadn't officially moved here and played here yet.
3: It's going to be Golden Knights. But, yeah, they it love was this kind 95% stuff. Yeah, they, they, love kind of stuff. they love this kind no of stuff. They love this kind of stuff. No doubt about
0: it. All right, coming up next, Mike Grimala joins the show. Thank you, Ben. Next question from Mike Gramelia, Las Vegas Sun.
2: Hey, Marvin. It's the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas, 1100 AM and 100.9 FM. Joining us now from the Las Vegas Sun is Mike
3: Gramelia. Mike, how are you this morning?
4: I am great. I'm ready.
3: You're ready? <laughs> <laughs> Good, because we're struggling to ask you questions but well, we'll
0: start. I know I was gonna start with this do you have any hot takes on the jerseys from the MLB all-star game oh yeah uh I
4: saw them I, did, I didn't like them does anyone like them
0: no, no. you are you no. are in the majority with that opinion no
4: okay not a not a very hot take okay. but um no I was not a fan well but I don't like any, any I don't like any jerseys
0: right I know you you're the one that would prefer every one team wear white one team wear black and they not even have nicknames
4: yeah and it, they're, they're actually pretty close to that aren't they Ah, yeah,
0: white and dark blue, and I mean, there was some design, but there was a lot of empty space on the chest.
4: Yeah, so may- maybe I do like them more than a normal jersey. I'll have to take a second look. <laughs> I'll come back with a hotter take next time, like a month after the All-Star game, have me on and ask me that question again. That's why, that's
0: why we talked mm-hmm. to you. Um, all right, so your uh, adventure on Twitter yesterday, did you, in fact, end up paying to buy uh, some access to watch David Muwaka games?
4: I did. I did. Uh, There's, you know, I I go through and I try to watch all the newcomers to UNLV basketball just to get a feel for the players they're bringing in. And this year that's like nine guys, and he's the last one. And I could only find one game online for free. And one game is not really enough to tell you, you know, what you want to know about a player. But there are a couple more, but they're behind that paywall. Um, But I eventually did end up paying. It was $7 out of my own pocket. It was. Uh, he played 13 minutes in one game. He played 15 minutes in the other game. So for 28 total minutes of David Mewaka, uh I did shell out the seven dollars.
3: Is it inspiring to you or not that you have done all this work, watched all this video, written all these words, and still no one has any idea about this team?
4: No, I think that's kind of the the. That's one thing that sort of. Um, Covers me in this because I can be wrong. I can be dead wrong about, about everyone. everyone. Yeah, and but it's like you know, who's who's who, who's who you know has a better or closer opinion? Who's more accurate than me It's probably no one. So um, I can really say whatever I want or project whatever I want, and no one can really doubt that.
1: Who are you competing with there?
4: You know the anyone who wants to throw out a, an opinion about David Mulaka. You know, and what kind of player he's going to be for UNLV? I feel like I'll have an informed opinion, and I can com- I can, you know, combat anything. I am the I am the reigning Las Vegas media expert on David Mwaka at this moment. That's all. <laughs> I'll say.
3: You might be that halfway through the season. Um, <laughs> were you? Su- <laughs> we were a little <laughs> surprised on the day guys could opt out from the uh, NBA draft that UNLV sent out a huge video and poster that Bryce Hamilton was coming back, even though he came back a month earlier. And the week earlier was shot uh, a picture of him with Lon Kruger at practice. Were you a little surprised at that, or were you still holding out uh, thoughts that he might go?
4: Uh, No, I don't don't think he was uh, waffling in his decision. I think that's just maybe UNLV trying to show him some love. Like once they see that it's a big deal for other players, you know, announcing their return, they're like, well, you know, let's, we're, we're really happy this guy is back. Let's make a big deal out of it. you know. Even though it's it's not breaking news, but everyone already knows, um, now it's official. Let's send out a, a tweet and, and let him see, at least on, on social media, how much we do enjoy having him back. I think it was more about that.
0: Uh, where did Keeping you, him happy. Where did you pick UNLV you to finish in the Mountain West last year in the preseason?
4: I always pick them about five spots higher than they finish. Five? Five. Um, <laughs> So I don't, I don't remember, I don't recall exactly where I picked them, but it was probably higher than most.
3: You're picking them to win the league every year.
4: <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I'm always, I'm always really high on UNLV. I always buy in. Um, I'm always drinking the Kool Aid. That's. I'm going to try and not do that as much. Um, and take a more distant uh, view. But yeah, I always pick them pretty high.
0: Do you actually drink Kool Aid?
4: Uh, I did as when I was younger. I haven't had it in so long, though.
0: Okay, but but it probably would pass the micromala palette test.
4: Yeah, so yeah, the red red is good. I remember red being good. good Um, What other what other colors are there? I mean, literally uh, Uh,
0: hundreds. It's uh, every other color. They have every flavor (laughs) you could possibly
4: come up with. Uh, Yeah, red. If you want to (laughs) give me red Kool Aid. I can drink that. So like you
0: would drink like cherry, but if I came to you and said, "Look, here's a strawberry watermelon
3: flavored Kool-Aid." You might back off from that?
4: No, I don't like I don't like that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep it simple.
3: Why cuz there are two colors in it? You will only yeah. have one color?
4: Yeah, well, I don't want to I don't want to mix mix up the the color wheel. Let's just stick to that cherry red and uh, <laughs> I'll be happy.
0: Wait, what about black cherry Kool-Aid cuz that was one of my favorites growing up?
4: No, I, oh, I don't think man. I've ever had anything black cherry, um, no watermelon, mango, um, nothing, no <laughs> Did you say mango? What? I didn't say mango. It's, he's just it, naming off he's fruits. Naming he's naming off fruits. Eaten. Is Kool-Aid, is, is the, are the flavors of Kool-Aid really nuanced enough where you can split it off into a hundred different? Yes. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. It's just it's just sugar that you're telling me. Yeah, a, it's flavored sugar that of water.
0: There's, there's a difference, Mike. <laughs> Go buy some Kool-Aid today and come back and report on it for us.
4: I will
1: do that.
3: Well, you spent seven bucks well, spent, spent spent $7 $7 to watch uh, The Basketball Player, so uh, you might as well buy some Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid's <laughs> cheap, though. Yeah, it's really was about cheap. It
1: for one fourteenth the price, <laughs> he could have made food. <laughs> Kool-Aid.
3: Have you, uh, I don't know if you've heard anything about this, but let's throw it out there. Do you know anything about the weirdness that Tyler's involved with with these weird fake horses on the internet?
4: Uh, I've heard about it and from what I've heard he's, he's a very successful that's um, right fake horse magnate and this is <laughs> gonna be his future and you know very soon he's not gonna be on the radio or do he's just gonna be a full-time uh, horse racer
3: would you ever be involved in this these things cost money and you you know you debated yesterday' spending seven bucks for a video so my guess is you would not be involved in this when like the buy-in is several hundred dollars
2: uh that's
4: uh, that's a little rich for my blood Um <laughs> I don't know the first thing about real horses or fake Neither horses. Neither do I. That's I don't, a great think, any, part I don't of think any of these
3: fake horse people know anything.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, yeah, no, I, I still don't know enough. Maybe... Um, if there was another fake sport that I felt I knew better, if there was, like, a fake sport where I could, you know, bet on a fake David Muaka, for instance, <laughs> I feel like I would have the understanding where I could confidently put my money down. No, you uh, would horses, lose. No.
0: You, just, you just got done telling us you pick them too high every year. You would lose if that was what you needed to do.
4: No, but this is not a real situation. This is, like, a an online version of that. Oh,
0: how many, real money. how many times would UNLV have won the NFT version of the Mountain West over the last eight years? Like four or five times,
4: right? At least once. They would have had at least one good team, you've got to think, right? There's, there's, <laughs> In every timeline except the, the current reality in which we live, <laughs> they have to have had at least one good team in the past decade.
3: Oh, yeah, they would have won it once, I think.
4: I'm trying to think so, of yeah.
3: the teams they had that – would have probably the computer would have like you know spit it out and they would have won the the conference. They had Jordan
0: Johnson, Jovan Mooring, Shakur Houston and Brandon McCoy as a starting five. They were gonna die. they beat Utah by like a hundred at, at uh, T-Mobile, and then they went eight and ten in the Mountain West. How the hell did that happen? They had Steven Zimmerman and Ben Carter and Jerome Seegers and Ike Wamu. Was Rashad Vaughn on that team? That team went eight and ten in the Mountain West after beating Indiana in the at Maui.
3: I saw Ike Wamu yesterday play. Oh, yeah. He was hitting threes. Did they they win again? I think they did. Yeah. Because the Nigerian Federation sent out a a tweet saying, we've beaten three teams we weren't supposed to be, or some kind of crazy tweet. I think they were down big when I left, but I think they must have come back and won. Mike,
0: is UNLV going to tweet out Ike Wamu, silver medalist, when he wins a silver medal in the Olympic with Nigeria?
4: You know what? They probably should. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He didn't play anywhere after UNLV. Like, this was where he ended his college career. Correct?
0: Yes. No, Uh, yeah. This was his last year.
4: Yeah, so UNLV should claim him. I would expect you know something along those lines. Yeah,
0: suck it, Mercer. I think he was on the team that beat Duke, but definitely UNLV should claim him. That's where that's where his uh, history his, uh, lies. So Ikewuam balling for Nigeria. Yeah, um, uh, Mike, give us a hot take. I, I should have prepared you for this. I know you like to be prepared for when I ask you for hot takes. Give us a hot take on the Oakland A's moving to Las Vegas. Uh, let's
4: see. I'm going through the conventional takes in my head right now. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think I, I would like it. I mean, I, I get, I get nothing for you. Uh, but, that was, that was, well, wait, what, what's the convention? What do most people think? Do they, do they want the A's here? Do they not want the A's here?
0: Well, I think most people what? are fine with having the A's here. It's not about that, but just like yesterday, Rob Manfred said, Oakland has to give the A's money now, or they're leaving Oakland for good. And Las Vegas is obviously the front runner to get them.
4: I feel like we should give them all the public money they need in order to build the stadium that they want here. I feel like we
1: should a hot take. I
3: know they.
4: I know they want like a waterfront stadium in Oakland. But what we should do is tax the people, build them a new stadium, and build them a new waterfront. Build some sort of water feature, a giant man-made water feature like a Lake Mead part two, and put a stadium right next to it. Why can't we do that?
3: Oh, we. We can. Yes. I don't know if we will. We asked this before. If the A's come, if you just accept that the Raiders and the Golden Knights will be 1-2 in this mm-hmm. town and maybe reversed at some point with the Golden Knights fans, who would be 3 if UNLV basketball was good again?
4: I don't know if there's um, if it's possible for UNLV to pass like a competent pro sports team in terms of... I don't know how you'd bet, like, UNLV, does, a, a baseball team would have, like, a TV deal and just a built-in massive fan base, and they're playing 80 home games. and You know, you get national coverage of that, You know ESPN and uh, MLB TV, and they're all... Like, UNLV can't compete with that in terms of generating um, coverage and interest. So I think any pro sports team that comes to town is going to outpace UNLV by... A pretty wide distance. Although UNLV does still have their dedicated, very dedicated fan base. uh, It's just a a very localized base, I would say.
0: I do like that you think the Oakland A's play on national TV. I'm pretty sure UNLV football plays on national TV more than the Oakland A's. (laughs) I I also enjoy that he called the Oakland A's competent. Well, they make the playoffs. They just don't spend any money on the team.
3: Update really quick, um, Australia... Took out Nigeria one hundred eight sixty nine. Oh, they lost. Wait, what? So,
1: what was the score?
3: Uh, it says Australia defeated uh, Nigeria's basketball team one hundred eight sixty nine. So Ike Nuamu by forty. Ike Nuamu, yeah. What does that so, say? Wait, you know, the funny thing is, the question becomes, what does that say for the Americans? Jesus, <laughs>
0: they beat them by
3: forty. My God! Uh, All right, get out of here, Mike Camellia. Yeah. We appreciate you this morning. Thanks, Mike. Thank you guys. Thank you. Coming up next. Oh, I want this kid to buy a uh, uh, Kool Aid. Oh yes, we do need him to do Kool-Aid taste test. Blind
1: Kool-Aid. Blind taste Kool-Aid t-
3: taste test with Mike yeah. That would well, be I'm one awesome. of those
1: YouTube videos where it's like, I'm trying seventy-one Kool-Aid <laughs> flavors in a row. All right, coming up next, Team USA finally won a game.
3: Here's Levine
0: gets around Bruce! This is what the folks were expecting starting on
1: Saturday. It took until Tuesday, but USA is victorious with the 108-80 triumph over Argentina.
2: Live from the Finley Toyota ESPN Las Vegas studios, this is the Press Box with Graney and Bischoff. So two days ago,
0: Greg Popovich told us that good teams don't get blown out in international basketball very often and then yesterday the United States beat Argentina by 18
3: and Australia beat Nigeria by
0: 39 yeah. well, are you sure Greg Popovich pays attention to the rest of international basketball no
3: he's he's using new math um which is not good for him I'll I will say that they beat Argentina by 18 and a lot of that had to do with Argentina is no good like Luis the best, Scola, the, the oh best, my God, Luis Scola's on that team? Yes, the best player in Argentina is 42-year-old Manu Ginobili, who was on vacation with his kids and haven't been hasn't been on the Argentina national team for like four years.
1: Luis Scola's 41? <laughs> Luis Scola was, was
3: playing yesterday, and he's 41. So Ginobili never plays again, he's 42. He would have been the best player on their team yesterday, and Scola would have been the second best. He actually played, he was 41. So it was almost like he only beat him by 18. These guys are horrible. And, and the Argentina was good for de- for two decades. They were easily you know one of the best um, one of the best you know foreign teams that the Americans would play. And uh, like we've we've talked about it in Greece and the Worlds, they beat the Americans. I mean, they were really good when Ginobili was young, but they're not any good anymore. And you're sitting there yesterday, it's like ten in the second half. You're kind of looking around, it's like anyone worried about a third straight loss here? And hor- <laughs> Argentina's really bad.
0: Luis Scola. Yeah. I
3: am I was shocked
0: he was still playing. Cause he was but, great. He was a very good Argentinian yes. player. Like oh. the reason yes. they were one of the better teams in the world is yes. Luis Scola was like their second or third best player most years behind Manu Ginobili. But I was <laughs> I was stunned he was still playing. And I looked it up. He's still playing professionally in yes, Argentina. In Argentina. Which is phenomenal because I hope he is just killing it in that league. Like, Man. 41 years old. I hope he's the MVP in that week.
3: Luis Scola won, was a part of the South American Cadet Championship for Argentina, who won gold in 1995. <laughs> I mean, that was Luis Scola. I was looking at his, um, at his Argentine national team accomplishments. I mean, I don't know where he puts all these medals. Because this dude's got, like, 76 medals from silver, got, gold, a gold, bronze. I mean, from his club level. This, I mean, it, it's a in nineteen ninety five, whatever it was, he won the South American Cadet Championship with Argentina. They won the gold, uh, and he was playing, you know, with a. He was in part of the program. I don't know if that was the. I probably couldn't have been the senior team, but he was already in the. He was already in the Argent Argentina, uh, you know, uh, program. So, yeah, it was. I mean it was cool watching the show. He was old school. He was old and then old school <laughs> he, was old. he was he was banking it off he the He was turning was around for, turning around for little banks and little hook shots and stuff. I mean I don't know who could – the funny thing to me is I kept watching. Who jumped higher, Skola or Kevin Love? And I don't know which one it was <laughs> because it, I, they neither of them really jumped. They kind of just existed. Um, so, yeah, would it was you, cool.
1: You, would you watch that one-on-one game happening at the Y? Like you're on the treadmill and those oh, two yeah. guys are trying to played like, against
3: Love and one-on-one would be great.
1: They're both tried to post each yeah. other up be the awesome.
3: entire game. That'd be awesome. They uh, play Australia again, right? They have one more game against Australia. I think they do. Sunday's the game where you're like, all right, let's see what you have. They play Spain. Yeah. Like, Sunday's like, okay, it's the last game yeah. before Tokyo, and this team could actually, you know, well, they should medal. So we'll see. Man, if they lose Australia and Spain, then it's like, oh, they're in trouble. They should. I mean, they shouldn't. Like, no, they should win the gold. Yeah. Like <laughs> the 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 biggest thing yesterday to me was that
0: Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and Damian Lillard played like they were the best players on the floor. Like, you, you watch that game and you thought, oh, yeah, those are the three guys right. that are the best players on the floor. Those are the three guys that are probably the best players in the entire tournament. And yeah. in the first two games that they lost, uh, that didn't happen. Like, there were, like, they, Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard had stretches where they took a whole bunch of shots, but they didn't really look competent. They didn't really look like they were the best players. So, the best players, like, I didn't think they did much different yesterday. Like, I don't think we're giving Greg Popovich much of a. Much of a boost because, oh, they made some adjustments no. and they played, a, they ran a different scheme or they started running plays for once. I just think the best players were actually the best players yesterday. And that should happen again. Like that should happen when they play Australia. When it's Joe Ingles, Matthew Della Vadova and Patty Mills, That you shouldn't really have to run plays with Durant, Beal and Lillard to beat them.
3: I was sitting next to a scout from the Mavericks, and I said, do you think they'll win the gold? He goes, well, sure. If the isolation stuff works for six straight games, they make shots. He goes, because they don't do anything else. They don't. He goes, "So he goes, yeah. I mean, he said what you said. I mean, he said they should win. Yeah. He said, I go, what about the guys they're adding? He's like, yeah. He goes, they're kind of all the same. You know, they're one again, score first guards. He goes, they're, yeah. they're just going to throw three other guys in there that they already have who will be an upgrade of some of the guys they have, obviously, because Booker and Middleton and, and Drew Aldi when he's good. But this guy said the same thing. He goes, look none of this is changing and if they make shots they'll win the gold because yeah. none of this stuff you're seeing today he goes they'll run this stuff in tokyo and if they play if they make shots they'll win the gold yeah. that's crazy i mean it's just bizarre that it's they can't have just kind of looking forward to spain though because that could be like if they like like don't come i mean they'll compete but it's like if it's kind of like one side like well,
1: hopefully they don't run into belgium or the netherlands <laughs>
3: Only three on three,
0: Jared. The Netherlands put <laughs> the all Netherlands, their resources yes. into three on three basketball. Like, They've never qualified for five on five. We don't have five guys no. that can play this sport, no. but we can find three. Yeah. We can make it happen in three on three. The Netherlands, world champs.